You are listening to the co-production podcast brought to you by Cineuropa and Eurimage. I am Domenico, and in today's episode, we are discussing the co-production of Roll, a feature film written and directed by Loris Lai. And to speak about this collaboration between Italy and Belgium, I have the pleasure to welcome the two co-producers of the film uh, who are with us today. So let's start with you, Frédéric. You are representing the Italian part of the project. Uh, can you tell us about yourself and how the organization of the production is set in Italy? Yes, I'm Frédéric Ollier. I'm representing, I'm the delegate producer of the Italian co-production uh, on this film uh, role. Italy has a quote of 80% of the, the co-production. And uh, the main producer is uh, the company Jean Vigo Italia, owned by Elda Ferri. She's a famous uh, producer in Italy, also internationally. She's a uh, award-winning with uh, Life is Beautiful by uh, Roberto Benini, and she has produced also many, many films, uh, like recently also um, uh, The Scene, uh, Konchalovsky, and uh, also many films of Roberto Faenza, like uh, The Soul Keeper, um, like uh, Look to the Sky, and... Uh, So she's the main producer of the Italian part. And uh, the Italian uh, part is also represented by um, Loris Lai company, which is called Birol. It's his own company. And uh, my company uh, with a minority code, uh, Panoramic Film. And uh, my company is, uh, is also established in Rome. Recently, we produced, um, I mean, feature films um, uh, like Picerida, Again, the two Italian Golden, Golden Globes and the Governance, uh, which has been screened on the, the, recently on Amazon on Sky. Thank you. Thank you. Also with us today, Peter de Magd, uh, tell us about you and your production company Potemkino in Belgium. Uh, yes, hello. So my name is Peter de Magd from Potemkino in uh, Brussels. We are um, a company with a very strong international track record, uh, mainly focused on co-productions, also our own local majority productions, like uh, last summer we released uh, Hazard, a genre movie, uh, which is doing very well internationally on the festival circuit, uh, and starring uh, Dimitri Vegas, number one DJ in the world. Um, and other than that, we this year... Uh, we've been working on uh, two other international projects, feature films and two TV series. And so one of them being uh, Roll, together with uh, Frederick and also Elda. Uh, we got involved in the project way back in, I think, two years ago, because we already worked with Elda on another project, Five is a Perfect Number. So in that sense, a good example of good collaborations that continue for the long term. So, Frédéric, maybe you can walk us through the story of the film, not uh, divulging too much because the film is uh, not finished yet. It's not released yet. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the story, about the pitch. We usually have, uh, yes, I mean, uh, a single logline, a simple logline of this film, which is, I mean, uh, the unlikely friendship between a Palestinian boy and an Israeli boy over their mutual love or something. Um, I remember once uh, when we presented a image and uh, Peter, uh, we were, I was working with Peter on the on the, on the presentation submission, and uh, Peter had uh, this excellent idea of pitching the the film at surfing is Gaza. It seems a paradox, but it is true. Uh, in two words, the story is, um, is the story of these two uh, young boy, one uh, Israeli, one uh, Palestinian. They're 12 years old. They're completely separated by birth, 
by uh, by circumstances where they live, they, they, they are, there is a mutual hate there. But they will create a very strong pre- friendship thanks to their passion of surfing. How did the project start? Where and when did you uh, first uh, got approached by the idea, by the director, by the writer? Uh, Peter was mentioning two years ago, but is it when the project started or is it, uh, or did he join the project like much later? Eight years ago. Actually, there's two writers on the film. Huh? There's Lois Lai and Dalia Ayman. Uh, they are the, the two writers, the, the two writers of, uh, of the film. They, they have been knowing each other for many, many years and they also already worked on another project of Elda Ferry in New York like 10 years ago. So they, they knew each other for a long time. Loris, uh, had a book, uh, read a book, I mean, uh, eight years ago, an Italian book called, uh, Sulle Onde della Libertà, On the Waves of Freedom by Nicoletta Bortolotti. And uh, this book, uh, um, is, I mean, has inspired our story. Uh, this is not, uh, our film is not the story of the book because the book is more on the surfing guy, uh, existing surfing guy, uh, who had surfed in uh, Israel. There's the story of these two boys, obviously, but uh, the, um, the screenplay is, uh, is a little bit different. So they have been working on the script. Um, 20, 20 versions of the script have been uh, done so far. And Loris have tried first to um, produce it in the United States because Loris first is Italo-American. He has both nationality and is based also in, uh, in Los Angeles. It didn't work. It didn't work in America. So uh, when he came to Italy, he knew already Elda. That was uh, around three years ago. Um, and he submitted the project to Elda. And uh, six months after, to uh, let's say to myself because I've been knowing Yelda also for, uh, for many years. The first things we've done um, in uh, fundraising, uh, and the first things we all, what uh, Italian producers do usually, it's to ask our Ministry of Culture to uh, uh, a grant, a fund uh, for, um, for producing the film. The film was supposed to be shot in Israel. The budget was 4 million euros. Fully shot uh, in Israel and some uh, some scenes in uh, water scenes and water tank in Malta. So things have changed since then. And uh, step by step, uh, two years ago, uh, I mean, um, we asked Peter. Uh, I mean, uh, we submitted also the project to Peter, and um, he decided to enter. And um, we have completely remodulated. The, the financial plan, the fundraising, we've discovered Israel that was very too much expensive to shoot, and uh, we've decided to change uh, our production assets. Peter, when you joined the project, uh, first of all, can you tell us what was the main interest for you? Uh, was it the story? Was it the, the collaborators? Uh, what was the main spark for you? And then tell us what Belgium, what you brought in the project uh, due to your situation as a Belgian producer. I don't remember who exactly contacted me first. I think it must have been Frederick or, or Elda herself. But in any case, the, the project came to us from people we knew. Eh? So from Elda. And she said, like, can you take a look at this project? Because originally it was set up as a French-Italian-Israeli uh, French uh, project. But that didn't work out. Um, can you take a closer look? 
And then I simply like, you know, started to analyze because it's a very peculiar project because you need to shoot it, uh, well, somewhere where you have surf and somewhere where it matches with, with uh, Gaza. And obviously it is impossible to shoot there. Um, so, you know, you know, you're looking at the Mediterranean, you know, you're looking at an Arab uh, country. And from there, we started to think towards Jordania, uh, where I uh, also visited the set of Rebel, the film by Adil and Bilal. So I had good contacts there, but the problem is you don't have any waves there in, uh, in the sea. Uh, so we looked at the Mediterranean again, we looked into uh, Morocco and we ended up with Tunis, which was a great experience. And also because uh, Elda and Frederick had experience with a company there called uh, Propaganda. So that was the, the hands-on approach, which turned out pretty well. And then on the financing side, we applied the same model as we did with Five is the Perfect Number, where the, the majority of the post is handled in Belgium. And then we send out uh, some departments to, uh, to wherever the film is shot. For Five is the Perfect Number, the film was shot in Naples and Rome. This film was shot in, uh, in Tunis uh, over the last two months, so September, October uh, 2022. Um, so once we started to like study that model on a top sheet level, it pretty soon became clear that that model worked. Um, subject to the support of Urimash, which we got. And that was like for us like the, the green light to really make the project uh, happen. What really, um, what really stands out in this project is that it's a story set in a conflict which, well, seems to have no solution, seems to have no end. But still there's a story of hope, there's a story of beauty of people who cross that divide and that do that do that through a passion, through a passion for sports. Um, and I think it's a very, very unique and warm uh, story and needs to be told. So that's uh, very that definitely one of the motivations that we had to really go the extra mile to, to get it made. And you feel that that motivation counts for anyone who was involved in the project. Um, someone else who's very important to the project is the producer, Lawrence Bender. He's um, he was involved through, in the project through Loris Slide. They are uh, both friends, and um, Lawrence Bender is well a pretty legendary producer known for well the majority of the films uh, of uh, Quentin Tarantino, but also An Inconvenient Truth and many other uh, titles. So it was uh, an amazing uh, experience to have someone with such a, such a strong track record on the project being really uh, there to challenge everyone to to get the best out of the sometimes very difficult situation. Yes, I mean, uh, just to, uh, to to add something about what Peter said, yes, Lawrence Bender has been extremely supportive. He's a producer also in the movie. Uh, and uh, his presence has been also very, very uh, helpful on, on spot, on set. He was there. And he's... Uh, he, he has learned also how to uh, handle a steadicam on set because he has helped. I mean, the thing is that during the shooting, our film is about surf. And for five weeks, we didn't have a single wave in Tunisia. And it was not normal. I mean, uh, you call it uh, climate changing, whatever. We didn't have a single wave. So uh, we were all the time hunting and hunting with uh, 20 different uh, applications on waves, wind in Tunisia, all over the world, whatever. Where are the waves? And our crew was ready to move all of a sudden. But we had also to shoot our, uh, the, the main photography. So uh, one day, 
we knew that uh, that was 10 days ago we knew that some waves were were coming so Lawrence Bender with a second unit went to 400 kilometers uh, uh, direct uh, in direction of um, going to Algeria not in Algeria but in direction to Algeria we find waves and so he was almost uh, directing the second unit it was a that was a very nice anecdote so, Frédéric, you mentioned that originally the project uh, was uh, clocking around 4 million. Did the budget change? And what was the part of your image in the, the total financing? Yeah, at the beginning it was a 4 million budget, but uh, we couldn't raise all that money. Uh, after I've, I've been doing a lot of uh, scouting between and also obtaining um, um, advices and quotes from Morocco, as uh, Peter was saying, Jordan, Israel, and Tunisia, uh, we decided to uh, to go shooting to Tunisia. We did a lot of uh, scouting, Rick is there, and because our main concern was to find Gaza. I mean, the film is about Gaza, so we have to show Gaza. And we really did find Gaza in the uh, Tunisian suburbs. I mean, it was amazing. Uh, so yes, the film, uh, so we ended with a budget of um, uh, 3 million, actually 2.8 million. And um, uh, okay, when we pre when we submitted a rematch, we already had on the, from the Italian side, we all, already had on board uh, our Ministry of Culture with uh, 150,000 euros. And uh, Rai, Rai Cinema also for, uh, mainly for Italian free rights, TV rights. And uh, for 400,000 euros. So we submitted with Peter um, a rimage uh, last year and uh, we obtained a 400,000 euro uh, grant from a rimage. Which is almost the maximum. So it, it's, it's quite impressive. It has been such, I mean, such a blessing, a recognition. It has, it has enabled us to, uh, to almost close uh, our financial plan, but also to to have a very, I mean, a very uh, famous, a very, uh, uh, a very, an extra, a very uh, leverage, I mean, to close the additional financing, because then we've been able also to, uh, to obtain a fund, a very important fund as well, uh, like 150,000 euros from the, the Lazio country, the Lazio region. And uh, also we have also our Italian tax credit. So this is the part uh, with financing uh, Italy. And in Belgium, I guess it's mostly the tax shelter, Peter? So yes, in Belgium, we obviously count on the tax shelter, meaning 45% of whatever you spend here is financed. So, um, and we're trying to add another 10% to a regional fund, in this case, Screen Brussels. Um, we'll reapply again in January because this is a kind of uh, fund where you can apply when you already started shooting. Interesting. And um, so it seems it was very challenging to find the place, but you did find it. Um, can you tell us uh, about other challenges? I mean, COVID was also striking in the middle of the, uh, uh, the production. Um, was it difficult to find the actors? Can you tell us a little bit about the challenges of that shooting? Just uh, before, uh, I'd like to close about the financing part. Uh, after we got a rimage, actually we had uh, we had an investor from um, from uh, from India uh, in the project, um, but uh, his participation uh, at the end was not confirmed because just for the cast. I mean, we are, we are, we're we're going to uh, talk about cast and uh, cast uh, choice. 
We are still missing some money to reach uh, 2.8 million. And we have the Italian distribution group Eagle Pictures entered at the end in the project. And Eagle Pictures will, will also distribute the film uh, in Italy, in theaters. And uh, so it has been, um, so the intervention of Her Image and then just after that, uh, Eagle Pictures has uh, enabled us to, to close the financing, the financing plan. Yeah, well, tell us about the, the, the cast uh, uh, issue and, and why you didn't get the Indian money. Um, it's just a question of name. I mean, famous name in America, and uh, we are still a small budget film anyway, less than 3 million euros. And obviously, we, ca we cannot afford, we could not afford a, a five-star cast. Uh, we had a lot of propositions, but I mean, and we also try to be very congruent to the story because our main cast, our main cast are two kids one from uh, Palestine, one from Israel. But we have also two main adult cast uh, actors. One is the role of Bill. Bill is a 30-year-old guy, a surfer, and ex-surfer, a former champion surfer. And uh, he ended up in Gaza for a personal reason. And um, he has a terrible life. Um, there's something we have to know that in, in, uh, in Gaza, there, or in um, I mean, there's a lot of uh, huge of use of uh, drug called tramadol. It's the cane peeler, and uh, so uh, Bill is is addicted, but he's a former champion, and he will find also a light in his life because he will teach the two kids how to surf. So that's part of the story. So um, we have been looking a lot with Peter for uh, some. Uh, some actors, either uh, European or uh, American, North American uh, actors. It, it has been a very long shot. And at the end, I mean, um, Loris Light, the director, was convinced, uh, was really, really convinced by um, uh, Tom Rhys-Harris. Tom Rhys-Harris is, um, is an English actor, uh, 30 years old, and um, he played in the um, White Lines, Uh, the Netflix uh, Netflix series, and also in the in the new uh, Apple series uh, with a uh, new matchwoman, and um, so at the end it, it has been our choice. Um, another actress is also in the film. Uh, this actress is Lina Coudry from France. She's half Algerian, half French, and but Lina Coudry has not been in difficulty because since the beginning it has been the choice of our director, and she has been always. In the, um, in the film with us, uh, even after two years. Uh, I mean, she came, she came to tennis and, uh, we are very happy to have her on, on board. Uh, was the full project developed in English then and also shot in English, I guess? English, Arabic and Hebrew. And on location, we had English, Arabic, Hebrew, French, Arabic uh, speaking in the, in the crew. It was a little bit Babel on set. Uh, I mean, uh, lost in translation in a way of, uh, I mean, but it worked so well. I mean, it has been developed in English. Everything has been written since the beginning in English, everything in English. Um, film is mainly shot in English and Arabic because the, the, the kids are talking in Arabic together. And, um, and Hebrew as well, because uh, there's also all the, um, the Hebrew uh, part uh, of the film with, uh, we can see in the film also Jewish settlements and uh, there's an Hebrew family. And so the, the family are, um, are the other protagonist, uh, Israeli kid. 
It's about scouting and development. Uh, we have been stopped many times by uh, COVID because uh, we start uh, to do our um, to do uh, our uh, scouting um, in yes in 2021, but we have been stopped because Tunisia has been ex- hardly hit by COVID. Extremely, I mean, uh, maybe the it's the Af- African country which has been the most uh, affected by uh, by COVID. So we couldn't go. Basically, we couldn't go for months. We couldn't go uh, to uh, uh, to Tunis. So we have been stopped. Um, at the end of 2021, we f- eventually uh, did our first uh, scouting there with the director, Loris Lai. And, um, and we've been extremely lucky, uh, thanks to the Tunisian crew, to find um, to find a support from um, from a very talented um, Tunisian art director called Bassem Marzouk, and he really really uh, liked the project and had a lot of ideas. And Bassem and his crew have really really rebuilt. Gaza in uh, Tunis. We found some location. I mean, uh, a lot of uh, art direction, artwork have been done, decoration. Uh, you will see that on the film. Um, they have dig, uh, dug the tunnels. Uh, a lot, a lot, a very long preparation. Uh, we did like three months, four months preparation for the film in Tunisia. And what is the, the status of the film now? And when can we expect to, to, to see it? We finished the, um, the shooting last week. Um, we, we're, we're starting editing uh, now. We should have a rough cut uh, by the end of December. Master delivery in May 2023. But obviously, we will have a, work, a, a very good rough cut by, by uh, beginning of January 2023. And we will uh, submit the, the film to festivals, to uh, international sales agents. Uh, we will start uh, working on this uh, as soon as we have um, a rough cut. And also I have to say that about the waves, we were supposed to shoot uh, some sinking uh, scenes, you know, when the two, kin- the two kids are sinking into the water after big waves and uh, they are they are principiant, they are not very good surfers. So they were sinking and we are supposed to shoot this um, this scene in um, in, uh, in Belgium with the help of Peter. And it was not affordable. So um, one day I talked to Peter and Peter had this brilliant idea. Let's try to bring uh, underwater units, I mean, in Tunis, in Tunisia, to try to shoot these scenes. It has been organized, Peter, in two or three days. Yeah, so I got the call in on a on a on a on a Sunday. Can you send over uh, an underwater crew in two weeks? And then it was like the next day. Luckily, uh, the best uh, the best underwater camera operator we have, Peter van Campo, was available. And then we discussed everything. And then he was like about the underwater shoot. He was like, you know, we just need to shoot this over there. And I said, yeah, let's do this. And so, you know, we just. Um, 
put everything in motion in very short term, do all the paperwork, etc., to get the camera over. So we send over a crew of three people with over, I think, 200 kilos of, uh, of equipment. Um, and uh, yeah, I also came over to, to, to be present at that shoot. And as a sort of miracle, only on that day at that beach, there were beautiful waves. And I know because I fell off the jet ski with my phone and, you know, <laughs> I was making some behind the scenes stuff. And uh, luckily the phone survived. But anyway, it was like uh, the, the small miracle uh, that we actually had waves exactly the day that we had to shoot it because the, the crew, the, the underwater crew would not have been available afterwards. So, yeah, we got a lot of uh, challenges, but we, uh, we were able to all to handle them all. I have to also add something uh, at the end. Atmosphere, because we had Israeli actors and we had, also, we had also Palestinian actors. We had four kids, 11 years old, always on uh, with us uh, during the, the six, seven weeks uh, shooting, actually. And uh, the atmosphere was unique, perfect. I mean, that was amazing, working with Tunisian, French, Italian, American, our DOP is American. Uh, Loris is uh, half, half Italian as American. We have an Italian uh, crew as well, uh, Belgium crew, uh, four Palestinian kids uh, with their uh, parents. I mean, such a joy to see them, to watch them, I mean, acting. They were the most happiest guys in the world. That's a great way to conclude this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, you should subscribe for more. Just look for the co-production podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast platform that has your preference. I want to thank Creative Europe for supporting Cineuropa over the years. And of course, Eurimage for backing up this podcast for the second season in a row. And of course, Frédéric and Peter, thank you so much for accepting to be our guests today. It was a pleasure to have you and to discuss this co-production. Quite an adventure. We're really looking forward to see the film anywhere as long as people get to see it. Please keep making films for us to enjoy and uh, we'll be sure to watch them. Thank you. Bye-bye.